1: welcome to another edition of nationally syndicated exploring mind and body thank you so much for being here thank you for tuning in and being a part of our true form life community whether you're listening across the country on terrestrial radio or across the world as a podcast thank you for for your time today and tuning in to our show exploring mind and body Today I'm interviewing Jennifer, who has so much going on, as you're going to hear very quickly. I don't even know where to start. She has authored at least 22 books. I think she said 24 at the time of this recording, which is incredible. She's a celebrity chef. She's also a certified yoga instructor, certified Reiki practitioner, and a graduate of the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. My gosh, she has so much going on. And this interview is amazing. Today we're talking about plant-based healing. Now, she does eat meat, as she explains in the show, but she wanted to help others learn how to create delicious and healthy vegetable-type meals or side dishes. So in this show, we're going to talk about how these veggie dishes that she's created and prepared can heal your body. And without a doubt, this is how we believe. This is what we teach. Food heals, food cures, and food prevents. So I couldn't think of a better fit for today's Exploring Mind and Body guest. Sit back and enjoy we got all that coming up. Uh...
0: This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia.
1: All right, welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Jennifer, thank you so much for being here with us today.
0: It's great to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: It's our pleasure. So, oh my gosh, do you have a lot going on? Many times when situations like this, I'm like, where do we even start? Um, 22 books. Is that right? Is that a typo?
0: (laughs) I think it's actually, I'm on 24 now, but I've lost count.
1: So, Where do you find time to write
0: 22, Uh,
1: four books?
0: (laughs) uh, Well, it's been over a 10 year span. So to be fair, it's usually like two or three books a year, which still sounds a little daunting. But you know, I love learning. I absolutely love writing. And every time I get a book deal, whether I'm working with a doctor or celebrity, I learn so much from that person that it's just, you know, ramps up what I'm doing in the health world. So it's a win-win.
1: Before we get into that, I want to give our listeners a chance to resonate with you a bit and learn more about who you are, what you do. Can you take a few minutes to explain or express yourself? (laughs) Sure.
0: Absolutely. So um, it's interesting. My background actually come from the other side, the very dark side of health. And (laughs) I came from a family of uh, where almost every member is morbidly obese. And sadly, I've lost a lot of my family members from obesity-related illnesses like diabetes, alcoholism, all kinds of addictive behaviors and other things that happen when you hit, hit that morbidly obese uh, marker. And you know, my journey towards health started uh, when I discovered yoga and I started to do a lot of meditation. And I realized that I had this rampant eating addiction and I was an emotional eater So I cured myself of that. It took me about a year, but I did so um, just by meditating every day and realizing that I was doing these crazy things. And then um, at the age of 30, I decided to change my life and career and become a chef, which was very scary. And uh, I had my husband and I had moved to New York City and I just threw myself into the world of restaurant kitchens. It was mean, like a bunch of dudes. It was kind of like the prison stuff. That was a... Tough uh, environment, and uh, but it was really exciting too because I just learned so much about food, and I got to work with these amazing chefs. So my journey towards food and healing—that was another big component. But you know, after a time, my body started to wear down a bit. I also um, did three years of private chefing for some really cool celebrities, and you know, I was working fourteen-hour days. You know, and I was enjoying the while a little bit too much, and it <laughs> got to a point where I was like, "All right, I need another layer of healing." So at that time, I started to write for a woman who is on the Today Show. She's an amazing nutritionist, Joy Bauer, and she came up with a book called Food Cures. And that's why I learned about how to use foods in a medicinal way and things like turmeric and all these like super healing foods along with things like superfoods and everyday vegetables that are okay for you. But I started to really understand the mechanism of how foods can really heal us of chronic illness. And, you know, that's where things really got interesting. And I left my career as a chef, as a private chef. And I really threw myself into the integrated and functional medicine world. And I now I write cookbooks for functional medicine practitioners who are both MDs. Some of them are naturopathic, some of them are chiropractors. And in my coaching practice, they're they my clients as well. And I co- coach them on emotional balance. They got the food stuff down, but I, you know, I help them as entrepreneurs and how to keep everything going. Um, so yeah, so it's been a really wonderful healing experience for me over the past 15 years. And I think the the books have also played a role in me just learning how to heal my body on multiple levels.
1: Very yeah. cool. So when you got into or transitioned. How did you bump into the celebrity world? Maybe you could share a few tips uh, and then maybe some of the things that you've done for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So um, it kind of happened in a very magical way. You know, I come from a really small town in in Pittsburgh. I grew up on an island in, a, in the Ohio River, 200 people huh. in my town. I mean, I had no aspirations to do television or be with celebrities. And so when this stuff happened to me, it was pretty mind blowing. But I really believe in... Kind of mystical things that happen to you when you're doing your soul's work. And, you know, there's an author called Joseph Campbell. He was the one who coined um, Follow Your Bliss. And he talks about invisible helping hands that come along to help you along the path. So I was working at a restaurant and I was working prep in this dirty prep kitchen. And I was working prep because the chef is like, oh my gosh, my prep cook just up and quit. Would you be willing to do it? And prep is the toughest, dirtiest job. But I didn't care. I was like, yeah, I'll learn something awesome. And I did learn great things. But through that, I got an internship, you know, they introduced me to one of the wives of the chefs and it was an internship with Tyler Florence from the Food Network. And that was amazing. And I learned all about cookbooks. and that was my first experience in cookbooks. And there I met a food stylist and she's like, Oh, my, you know, my husband's working for this woman as a private chef, but, uh, he needs someone to pick up the three day shift so he can have a few days off. Do you want to interview? So I went interviewed and I was scared, but I got the job. And then you know, my husband's like, who's this woman that can afford two chefs? I'm like, I don't know, Leibowitz something. And she's a photographer. And he was like, oh my God, Annie Leibowitz, the rock photographer. And I was like, yeah, how do you know? So.
1: Before we get into the show, I just want to mention Complete Truth Protein. This is a plant-based protein supplement that we've designed ourselves at Trueform. And the reason I designed it is because I felt like there was a need in the industry. Now, when I was traveling around the world, and I, had a, I literally had a tackle box full of supplements and products and vitamins that did a whole lot more damage than good. So when I started doing more personal training and fitness classes, people would ask me what types of supplements I would recommend. And I always say, eat food. <laughs> so that's why I've designed Complete Truth Protein around food. It's made with quinoa and hemp seeds and one of the main benefits that it offers is improved digestion so many of us deal with digestion issues on a regular basis it also gives you a natural boost of energy so if you head over to trueformlife.com complete truth protein we have tons of more details videos recipes and everything you need to get going in the right direction with a good quality protein supplement trueformlife.com complete truth protein True
0: that job sort of fell in my lap. And then I worked for her for a year and a half. And there, I just, I met a lot of celebrities because she does amazing photographs and she travels in those circles. And then um, I took a little break from private chefing because I was doing a lot with publishing and I decided to jump back in the game and I put my name in a placement service and you know, my husband was like, you have to get a job. I think I was out of work maybe three weeks. And I said, don't worry. I had a dream. that gold coins are going to be raining down from the ceiling. We're set. And he's like, dream. What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and Because I'm really into the woo. I was like, I swear it's going to be awesome. And then, Three weeks later, I got a job with the Seinfelds and I had got this job through a placement service. They saw I worked for Annie and I didn't, you know, I thought, oh my gosh, I was terrified. And I went out to the Hamptons and I was like sick to my stomach. And I went in there and Jerry was like, what are you going to cook? And I was like, oh, I thought I would make chicken Parmesan being like the little Pittsburgher that I am. I was like, you know, I don't want to do anything too fancy or weird. And he was like, that's my favorite dish and then they said, Oh, you come highly recommended. And it turned out that I had done the internship with joy Bauer and they knew her and she had put in a good word for me. So it's just like, you know, things happen in a very organic way. And it was very exciting and very scary. And, uh, you know, my experiences with food and people and healing continue to blow my mind on a regular basis, (laughs) you know, I just have like really cool things come into, you know, into my life. I think because I'm doing what I love and I'm sincere about it. And, you know, I think when you're doing it that way, it's just, you know, these opportunities cross your path.
1: So one of your newest books is all about plants, plant-based. I think that we have a good audience here that is interested in plant-based nutrition. Why did you go that route and how has this become a healing book for your fans, followers, customers?
0: Yeah. So um one thing I can say just from my many years of study as you know working in nutrition integrated functional medicine food is medicine lifestyle medicine also uh, my practices as a yogi and as an alchemist plants are the things that are put on this earth to heal us plain and simple i feel like everything we need are in plants like we can do it with the exception of certain nutrients maybe like b12 that you know we can get in other sources um and just a disclaimer i am an omnivore i do eat animal protein but the reason i created this book to be plant-based is because people always come to me saying i need to get more plants in my diet and i don't know how to do it the other thing is i know just from the science end that plants have these incredible healing compounds i call them alchemical molecules because alchemy is about transformation. So if you really want to heal something like chronic inflammation, you've got turmeric with curcumin, which is the alchemical molecule. You have your everyday food like black pepper that actually keeps turmeric in your body longer because it has pepperine in it. So there's like this incredible chemistry that's going on in plants. I think people are unaware of, but I also wanted to open up people's eyes to using plants in ways that can support them emotionally and spiritually. So that idea of using essential oils, which are based in plants, sharing food, which is a spiritual way to enjoy plants and to help heal other people, but just really, you know, the understanding of how to make your diet plant-based. And then if you do proteins, animal proteins, or maybe you do dairy or maybe you do eggs and the book in the beginning, I explained how to do those the healthiest, most most conscientious way
1: you mentioned sharing food i think that's interesting because i feel like there's something special when you create a meal and then you share it with friends or family or if you go to a friend's house and they've created this delicious healthy meal and you sit down and and enjoy it together i can't think of another experience that offers that type of i don't know what, what the word is that type of energy around food or around healing
0: yeah, it's so important. And, you know, I've worked with a lot of, um, you know, spiritual teachers, uh, in different areas, you know from Reiki masters to people who do Chinese alchemy, which is, you know, doing these Taoist practices of moving energy, Kundalini yoga yoga masters, they all believe that our energy is very fluid. And it's the same thing, like when you walk into a room and you feel somebody's very up, that's contagious, but they feel that energy goes into the food. So that idea that you're treating your food with respect, but that you're also sharing it with others as a way to bond. And then there's a lot of interesting psychological studies out there that show when you sit down down to a meal with your kids or your family or friends, that you're actually warding off the very dangerous disease and depression. So you're getting nutrition, you're also calming the nervous system down, which is a biological thing, and you're getting that love. So it was interesting because when I used to a private chef, people would be like, What's the spice in that thing you made? I'm like, uh, it's garlic, salt, pepper, and olive oil. <laughs> I and a whole lot of love. <laughs> yeah, like put a lot of attention and care. And it's about how you care for for your food, how you care f- about where it's coming from and how you share it. So those, you know, instead of spending all this crazy, like disjointed energy on mindfulness practices, you can make that your mindfulness practice, and that's a way to alchemize those practices together.
1: Truth just want to take a minute to mention Complete Truth Protein again. This is a protein supplement that we designed at True Form. We believe in food. We believe food heals, cures, and prevents. That's why this product is much different than your conventional types of products. Unfortunately, packed with chemicals, preservatives, toxins that our body doesn't know how to utilize, digest, and absorb. So that's why Complete Truth Protein can help improve your digestion and will offer a natural boost of energy. You can find more details at trueformlife.com slash complete truth protein. Well, you know what's interesting? I always feel like I, I, I garden. I think it's kind of important to garden or to plant and grow your own foods, especially at a young age. So you know what it's like as a child to be able to grow your own food. But I feel like the food that you grow in your own garden that you've harvested and you've watered and you've cared for, then you prepare it and you consume it. I feel like that it's almost like the circle of life not to get into you to get too deep here, but I feel like there's so many benefits from bringing that food to your table yourself.
0: Yeah, there's a totally different experience with that. So there's kind of a twofold thing going on here. One is this huge movement in New York City that was started by one of the chefs I worked for, Dan Barber. So I worked at Blue Hill for a time and that whole concept of farm to table, that's it. And he has a farm in upstate New York. So he's actually overseeing everything that goes from the earth to his table at the restaurant which is huge because it's all about him and his vision of what food can be. So it's his really his personal stamp from start to finish. So there's that. Now, in terms of the spiritual alchemical side, and I've studied with a lot of cool alchemists at the International Alchemy Guild, whenever you make potions for yourself, which are nothing more than making medicine. So when I make a tincture from turmeric, and when you make a tincture, it's basically an alcohol-based liquid that you can take every day, and you brew the herb with it. And chemically, all the goodness goes into the alcohol. I use tequila. (laughs) (laughs) Double benefit. And then you just take a dropper of it every day. And in ancient times, this is how alchemists, who are doctors too, created medicines for people because they didn't have pills. They would create them in alcohol. Um, but what the alchemists tell me is if you could grow the plant that you're actually making the tincture for, you have a spiritual relationship. The energy is flowing back and forth. And the more you learn about energy, that it's fluid and auras and all this, the more you'll come to understand that when you handle the plant, that there is kind of a reciprocal double Charging energy that goes into that plant, and it'll become more specific to what you need and your needs. And I know that's really wooing out there, but this is what the masters have ta- have taught me. And you know, when I make my own medicines, they taste so different from the way when I taste other pe- people's tinctures. Mine have a little bit more of a punch, so, <laughs> so
1: I a little think bit a little more tequila, f- maybe.
0: Yeah, it could be the tequila.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? Where do the challenges come from? for people that aren't really don't really know how to create plant-based or vegetarian dishes or meals.
0: There are a lot of challenges and I totally get it cuz I grew up in Pittsburgh from a Hungarian family. Everything was meat and potatoes. We did have a garden though, so we were very lucky. So my gran would cook these amazing fresh vegetable dishes. But when it comes to plant-based, for me it's all about the recipes. So The way I craft a recipe is twofold. I make it as easy as possible, but it has to taste amazing because if vegetables don't taste good, no one's going to eat them. So it's really about the seasoning, the sauces, you know, using things like making a delicious peanut sauce. And you do those spiralizer noodles, zucchini noodles, and that tastes amazing. So the idea is you get the flavors in there and you have to dress things up with fresh herbs and flavoring. But when you find recipes you love, it's so easy to eat plant based. The other thing I do for people, because I get it, people are busy. I'm super busy. I work about 70 hours a week. I kickbox three days a week. I don't have a lot of times. If I don't have time to spiralize, you can buy the noodles already spiralized in the grocery store. So I give you all kinds of tips of how to shortcut plant-based eating just so you can get it from the kitchen to the table faster. And you're doing things like wonderful cauliflower rice instead of regular rice. And you know, nothing against potatoes, White potatoes actually are high in vitamin C. They're not the best source. But if you switch to something like a sweet potato, you're ramping up the nutrition greatly. And there's all kinds of shortcuts for cooking sweet potatoes. And those are the typical things that I feature in the book.
1: When you think about this book, what's the first recipe that comes to your mind? Go.
0: Oh, actually I'm thinking about <laughs> yeah, and I know eggplant's really polarizing for some people. People either love it or hate it, but I made this like amazing sauce that goes on top and it's um, just like this super spicy because I like hot chilies and it's a hot chili paste that you mix with lime and then you grill the, the um, eggplant. And the way I do eggplant is I have a trick in the book to do it so it doesn't get all greasy and you don't have to use so much oil. And then on top of that, you can do tofu or cheese. And I've got peanuts and fresh cilantro as a garnish. And it's kind of like this Thai spin on a traditional Italian eggplant, which I love. And of course, I love the peanut noodles. You know, I do the peanut noodles with the zucchini. Sometimes I use yellow squash. I have a chocolate mole with root vegetables that's to die for. But the chocolate mole is a shortcut because traditional Mexican mole is a pain in the neck. (laughs) So this one you make in a blender and then you just heat it on the stovetop and then you can add protein in that if you want to do, you know, an organic chicken or shrimp, you know, anything like that, or you want to do a tofu, I just, you know, make sure that, that you check the source of where you're getting your tofu from, which you don't want to be doing too much soy either. Um, so yeah, those are three of the recipes that pop into my mind, but I just feel like all the recipes in the book are so magical because I also sneak things like turmeric in there, ashwagandha, reishi mushroom, like all the cutting edge biohacking
1: adaptogens are also sprinkled throughout the recipes. I just want to mention Complete Truth Protein here once again before I let you go. This is a protein supplement we designed ourselves, made with quinoa and hemp seeds, also maca and stevia. We have two different types of products. They both have tons of health benefits. You can bake the original bed, you can bake with. It's perfect for gluten-free flour if you're celiac or gluten intolerant. We have tons of recipes on trueformlife.com, which include raw protein balls. People absolutely love these ones. We have pancakes, cookies, muffins, all healthy, all clean ingredients. Dorothy puts these together for us on a weekly basis. So if you head over to trueformlife.com, head over to the recipe section. We have all kinds of recipes on how you can use Complete Truth Protein. It's also a vegan and raw product. So if you have any intolerances or if you have any issues with digestion, this will definitely help you out. Once again, that's trueformlife.com slash complete truth protein. True I want to ask you about eggplant, but before I, forget my, before I forget about reishi mushroom, do you know the sources of them by any chance? So, for example, at some health food stores, you could find them for like the dried up slices, for example. You could find them for um, super expensive. And then at some stores, you could find them super cheap. Do you know why or?
0: Sure. So just to give you a little background about reishi, um, it's pretty much how it's grown. So some of the practitioners I work with are concerned because mushrooms are really easy to grow actually. So it just depends on what kind of materials they're growing them on. So again, like I got an organic bag of powdered reishi mushroom for $8, a huge bag that'll last you like a year. So just try to go organic. You can also just ask the company, how do you grow these puppies? But if you're going organic, you know that they're not allowed to use certain very dangerous pesticides. They're allowed to use natural pesticides like ladybugs and things like that. But you know, I really do support that you know where it's coming from and the best source. And if you get the slices of reishi, they're inedible. You cannot cook those because reishi mushroom is a very woody kind of mushroom that comes from China that grows on trees. So you actually have to have it in a powdered form. And I have tried taking the whole mushroom and boiling it in water and it's bitter. It's horrible, but the powder is actually delightful. So I, I I'm not honestly quite sure how they produce the powder, if it's just ground up. But the other day I had a snickerdoodle cookie where I just rolled the cookie in reishi (laughs) mushroom powder. It's a gluten-free cookie that I made with grass-fed butter and stevia. And I had a little organic brown sugar in it just to cheat a little. And that was badass, man. Those cookies got gobbled (laughs) up in my last workshop. And now all the doctors are like, Jen, I want the recipe. So the idea of like squeezing those adaptogenic foods into regular foods and the powdered reishi can be used like cinnamon and it has an earthy flavor so there's also a lot of coffee brands on the market now that are just integrating that because compliance with adaptogenic foods and herbs are the hardest thing so if you just drink your coffee and sprinkle it in your coffee or get the coffees that already have it in it
1: so i wanted to ask you about eggplant i thought it was kind of funny that you brought it up because i love eggplant but i'm not like i have a really hard time creating it and i'm i I would say i'm a pretty good intermediate type of chef no expert at all but i really like cooking and i like to create plant-based meals but eggplant for some reason never turns out for me
0: all right totally sacrifice the book i won't make you buy the book to get the tip i'll tell you how to do it (laughs) so here's the deal with eggplant so there's two things first off if you suffer from autoimmune diseases like ra um MS, anything that affects the nervous system and you know you're autoimmune, oh, Hashimoto's is another one. Be careful with eggplant because it's a nightshade. Sometimes it triggers psoriasis is another one. If you're not triggered and your health is pretty well balanced, you can have eggplant even if you have autoimmune. If you have a clean bill of health, nightshades, no problem. Okay. So that's first off. Secondly, to really cook eggplant properly, and I learned this from my gran, is that you have to slice it first and salt it because salting it allows some of the bitter juices to come to the surface. So you slice it and you can use one of those Japanese mandolin or vegetable slicers to get those nice even layers or use a serrated knife and cut one side off to make a flat base and then slice it down the other direction. Lay it out. I do some coarse salt. You can use any kind of salt you want. Flip the other side, salt it, and then leave it for half an hour. And you'll see those, like it'll be like a brown juice that comes off and you want to just take a paper towel and get rid of that stuff. Cause it doesn't taste good. Next thing you want to do is uh, heat a large skillet. You can use cast iron. That's my favorite. And just do a little bit of olive oil, medium heat, Put those puppies down in a single layer. You'll probably have to do it in two layer or two times. And then I have one of those panini presses and, or you can just use a little lid if you don't want to buy it and press it down, cook it for five minutes. There won't be a lot of oil, but that's okay. It'll start to soften. Drizzle a tiny bit of more oil on top, flip it, put the press on it again And then when it starts to get soft, you can add a tiny bit of oil at the end. And I swear it'll be soft and luscious and silky and it won't be all greasy, but you let the moisture from the residual moisture from the eggplant cook it through without using so much oil and don't use high heat because it'll burn. And that's really the trick. And then after that, You can flavor it with all kinds of stuff. You can use a really good, high-quality marinara sauce. that doesn't have a lot of sugar in it. You want to shoot for maybe three grams or less per serving. You can do it like I did. You can use the sriracha mayonnaise. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. I mean, you could top it with nuts and seeds, fresh-chopped basil. You can do the peanut sauce on it. There's a million ways to serve it up. And, you know, you could do a big batch like that and keep it in the fridge, and it will last for maybe two or three days.
1: I'm I'm going to buy that tonight, and I'm not— Not joking in any way. I'm going to try that. (laughs) So moving on here. So we mentioned some of the, some of your favorite recipes here. We talked about healing a little bit. We don't have a whole lot of time left, but is there any maybe three tips that you can offer for healing properties that some of the recipes in your book has to offer?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the book is really focused on not only just eating plant-based and healing through plants, but the understanding of how to deal with certain health conditions through the energy center. So if you're working on brain and cognition, thyroid. These are called chakras in yoga. And all they basically are is energy systems that have really important glands in them, but they also have emotional and mindset components. So your heart, we know has the thymus gland and the, one of the most important organs, which is the heart. And then you also have the emotion of love and the mindset about doing love, loving acts or, or giving to people that you love. So the book really teaches you how to dovetail practices. So you maybe make something that's good for your heart, use the essential oil that's really good for your heart, and you share that with somebody. So, it's about making your self-care practice a little a little bit easier and that's what alchemy is. It's about supercharging things by combining them in an easy way that means means you get the biggest outcome which is really important to me because people are super busy and it's hard to like do yoga eat adaptogens eat plant-based cook for your family I mean it's like I was being torn into a million pieces trying to do all these practices so that's why I came up with the superfood alchemy book as a manual to teach people easy ways to dovetail the practices or ways just to make it more simple so that you can care for your body on all level or yourself so you're caring for the body the emotions or the soul and the mind or the
1: spirit. Jen, how can we get a hold of you if our listeners want to know how to find your book, um, more details about your website, anything new you have coming up?
0: Yeah, the best way is I have actually a beautiful book website called superfoodalchemy.com. The book is on there, but I also have a free 10-part video series that you can subscribe to that teaches you the 101 of all these practices. And then my coaching practice is body and soul alchemy. And of course, Instagram, same superfood alchemy and body soul alchemy on there and same with facebook and i also have a facebook group where i teach a lot of this
1: awesome so they can how do they get to the group what's that called
0: body and soul alchemy
1: body and soul alchemy okay awesome jen thank you so much that was an absolute pleasure good luck with the new book coming out and all the other ones that are going to be coming out sure thank
0: you so much i appreciate it
1: All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and sticking around till the end. Hope you got something out of that show. I hope you enjoyed Jen's information, some of her recipes. I can't wait to try the eggplant i'm 100 serious i'm going to go to the grocery store tonight and make that eggplant i'll let you know how it turns out <laughs> more details as to what we have going on at exploringmindandbody.com this is where you'll find all the past shows if you ever miss a past show you can go and check out past shows at exploringmindandbody.com we also have a free app that you can download on any apple device head over to your app store search for exploring mind and body Download our show and take us with you wherever you go. And more details are at trueformlife.com. Which this is where we do more meal planning, recipes, grocery shopping lists, and at-home workouts. So if you need a boost, if you need some information, if you need to get pointed in the right direction, we can certainly help out. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening.